For those of you who don't, me, don't know me, me and the mice, we're going to introduce ourselves. Um, I'm Aaron. Yo me llamo Aaron. Um, yo trabajo con Las Américas. I work with Las Américas y El Blueprint. Um, soy co-director. Así se dice. Co-director del Blueprint. Y um, estamos muy felices para estar con ustedes. What's up, guys? What's up, guys? I'm the Maddies. Soy the Maddies. I work at Las Americas. Trabajo con Las Americas. And director blueprint con Aaron. And so yeah, we got a we got a word for you guys tonight. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're gonna go ahead and get started. Thanks, I appreciate that. Alrighty, today we got a verse for y'all. I'm gonna read it, all right? Romans 8:13. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of your body, you will live. I'm gonna read it one more time. Please pay attention. Romans 8:13. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of your body, you will live. En Romanos 8:13 nos dice, Porque si ustedes viven conforme tu carne, morirán. Pero si por medio del Espíritu dan muerte a los malos hábitos del cuerpo, vivirán. Los, se los voy a repetir. Porque si ustedes viven conforme a tu carne, morirán. Pero si por medio del Espíritu dan muerte a los malos hábitos del cuerpo, vivirán. This verse might not, might not seem like much at first. Maybe some words you don't understand. So we're going to break it down, break it up into three parts because this verse is very important. And um, if you're willing, you can find the key to life and death in this verse. Este versículo tiene algo muy importante para decirnos. Lo vamos a quebrar en tres partes y lo vamos a estudiar en esas tres partes. A ver qué es lo que la palabra los quiere decir a través de este versículo. The first part is, for if you live according to the flesh. En la primera parte nos dice, por si ustedes viven conforme a tu carne. All right, so you're saying, Aaron, what you talking about, man? What does it mean to live according to the flesh? Let me ask you this. Who here has tried to break a bad habit and not been able to? Who here has hurt somebody? Yeah. Who here has hurt somebody they didn't even really want to hurt? Who here has been stuck in a sin they just can't get rid of? Who here has been hurt by somebody and really deep down you know they didn't even really want to hurt you? But that's just the way it is for them right now. Yeah, a lot of us, right? Quizás se están preguntando de qué hablas, qué significa vivir conforme a tu carne. Pero déjame preguntarte. ¿Hay algún mal hábito que has tratado de quebrar en tu vida y no lo has podido hacer? ¿Alguna vez has lastimado a alguien más sin querer hacerlo y te arrepentiste? ¿Has sido lastimado por alguien que tú sabes que sí te ama, pero aún te fallaron? This is what it is to live in the flesh. We're born with sin in us. The same way my dad passed down his good looks to me. Adam, I practiced that one all day. 
all day. Listen, Adam, when he sinned, he passed down sin to everybody because he was the first man. And from him came all of us, believe it or not. The same way, he passed down sin to all of us. So we're all born with it. Esto es lo que es vivir conforme a tu carne. En la misma manera que nosotros heredemos, heredamos las carísticas de nuestros padres, en esa misma manera nosotros heredamos el pecado a través de Adán. Nosotros nacimos pecadores. All right. So it says if you live according to the flesh, you will die. All right, that might be confusing. This doesn't mean, you know, if you, if you, your mom says wash the dishes and behind it, you know, you say something grosero that you're just going to fall and die. That's not what it means at all. But I'll tell you something. I know a lot of people who are breathing, walking right now, just like you and me, but are dead on the inside. They live miserable. They live sad. They live anxious. They live scared. They feel trapped. They feel like, you know, they have no purpose in life. They feel like they're good for nothing. And I'm saying they right now, but we've all had this experience. We've all felt like that at some point. We've all felt trapped. We've all felt like we're not good enough. We've all felt like, we've all asked ourselves the question, really, really? Why am I here? Why am I alive? Es, dice que con, si vivimos conforme a nuestra carne, moriremos. ¿Pero qué significa eso? No quiere decir que te vas a ca caer muerto ahorita. Pero sí quiere decir... Yo, yo conozco gente que aún viviendo están mu muertos por dentro. Y hay muchas veces que no entendemos por qué tenemos vida. No entendemos por qué estamos en esta tierra. No nos sentimos suficiente Y digo que conozco gente así, pero la verdad que cada uno de nosotros hemos estado en ese lugar. Cada uno de nosotros nos hemos preguntado, nos hemos preguntado a nosotros mismos, ¿por qué estoy aquí? ¿Por qué no soy suficiente? ¿Dónde está mi propósito? ¿Y por qué Dios me mandó a esta tierra si aún vivo sufriendo? It's living in the flesh. Second part, but if by the Spirit... All right, some of you are saying, Aaron, spirit, what you talking about? There's no ghost in here. That's not what I mean. But if by the spirit, the spirit of God is a gift that Jesus gave us when he died on the cross. It is his presence with us. It's a strength that we, that we need to overcome sin. En la segunda parte nos dice, por medio del espíritu. ¿Y qué significa eso? ¿Qué es el espíritu? El Espíritu de Dios es un regalo. Un regalo que Jesús nos dio a través de la cruz cuando se sacrificó. Sacrificó. La presencia de Dios, el Espíritu Santo es la presencia de Dios en medio de nosotros. It's the same spirit, the spirit we're talking about, it's the same spirit that Jesus had when he overcame death. And resurrected. Y'all know about that? The resurrection? The same spirit that he had when he did that, he's offering to all of us. El Espíritu de Dios es el mismo Espíritu que Jesús tuvo en él cuando él venció la muerte. Okay. It wasn't always not here on earth. Let me ask you all this. Did y'all know this? When God 
first created earth and created Adam, his, he was here on earth walking and talking with them just like you and me. Did you know that God was here on earth with Adam and Eve just like you and me? ¿Sabían que en el principio Dios estaba aquí en la tierra? Como, te, como tú ves a mí aquí hablando contigo, caminando contigo, Dios aquí también estaba caminando y hablando con Adam y Eva. But then, what happened? Adam sinned, okay? And there was a separation. God literally left earth and his presence was no longer with them. Pero después, Adam pecó y hubo una separación entre el mundo y Dios. Y Dios se fue de la tierra. And this is why it's a gift. Because we had it at one time. But because of our sin, it was taken away from us. There was a separation. We were no longer friends with God. But God loves me and God loves you so much that he made a way. He sent his only son down here to sacrifice himself and give us that gift back. Give us his presence back. It's a reconciliation. He made us his children again, so now we can have that spirit with us. Y podemos decir que es un regalo porque Jesús se fue, I mean, Dios se fue y después mandó su único hijo para que se sacrificara, sacrificara en la cruz para que podríamos volver a recibir ese regalo. It says, but if, but if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of your body. You put to death the misdeeds of your body. That is the third part of the verse. En el tercer parte del versículo los dice, pero si dan muerte a los malos hábitos. So, what are these misdeeds? These are sins. Lying, jealousy, judgment, mistreating yourself, mistreating others, bullying, not honoring your father or mother. These are all the misdeeds of our body, and we've all done it. Who here has ever lied? Yeah. Y qué son qué son los malos hábitos de nuestro cuerpo? ¿Qué son los pecados de tu vida? Pregúntate a ti mismo, piénsalo en tu cabeza. ¿Qué son los pecados que ya no puedes soltar? Mintiendo, no respetando a tu mamá o tu papá, maltratando tu propio cuerpo, metiéndote en cosas que no son buenos para ti y nomás te están dañando más. So if by the Spirit you put to death the misdeeds of your body, it says you will live. And this is what it is to truly live, to use the Spirit to put the death, to put to death the misdeeds of your body. You cannot do it alone. We cannot do it alone. We have to use the Spirit. Pero la palabra de Dios nos dice que si por medio del Espíritu pones a, ponen a, pones a muerte tus pecados, eso sí es vivir. Tus malos si por a través del Espíritu pones a muerte tus malos hábitos, vivirás. Y eso es lo que verdaderamente es vivir. 
And I tell you that, I tell you this verse, and I tell you you can't do this by the Spirit, by um, personal experience. I have definitely tried to make myself better, to get myself out of trouble, to stop my bad habits without God's help. And all it has done at the end of the day, it's left me disappointed. And if anything, it's just made the hole deeper that I'm in to the point where I can't get out. So when I say, by the Spirit put to death the mysteries of your body, I truly mean it. There is no other way to do it. We don't have the power to do it. The Spirit is what gives us power to overcome our sin. Nosotros no podemos vencer nuestros pecados sin la ayuda del Espíritu. No lo podemos hacer solos. Y te puedo decir por primera mano que he tratado de hacerlo yo, yo solita, sin la ayuda de Dios. Y si hay algo que he podido hacer a través de eso, es no más hundirme más en el hoyo que yo misma me estoy haciendo. Porque solo hay un poder que verdaderamente nos puede liberar de esos pecados. So use God to kill the sin that we can be ourselves. Let him take you farther than you can imagine. Let him surpass the expectations around you. Usa el Señor, tu Padre, para vencer tus pecados. Deje que Él te use y te lleve más allá de todas las expectativas alrededor de ti. Dios y solo Dios tiene el poder de vencer lo que tú no puedes vencer. Who here is Latino? Okay. Alguien aquí es un Latino, levanta la mano. Yeah. All right, listen up, listen up, listen up. Listen up. Listen up, guys, listen up, listen up. Yo. We'll wait, it's all right. We'll wait, Tamaris. It's all good, it's all good. God can wait. Okay. We're Latinos. We live in Memphis. A lot of us are immigrants. A lot of us are illegal. The expectations that people have for us, for y'all, is not very high. Somos Latinos. Sorry. Algunos somos inmigrantes. Vivimos en, la mayoría de nosotros vivimos en Memphis, Tennessee. Las, el estándar para nosotros muchas veces que no, no es tan alto. But all of you can surpass those expectations. All of you can be better than what people think you can be. You can be better than what you think you can be, your own self. You can beat the enemy. You can surpass all of that. You can be free. Pero cada uno de ustedes puede sobrepasar ese estándar. Puede sobrepasar esas expectativas. At the end of the day, we all have a choice after hearing this. Life or death. En fin, cada uno de nosotros tenemos una decisión. Podemos vivir o podemos morir. What is it from keeping you? What is it that's keeping you from living the way we just talked about? What is it that's holding you back? What is it that's keeping you captive? What sin 
do you not want to get rid of? What misdeed has a hold on you that makes you think you can't get rid of it? ¿Qué es lo que, qué es lo que te tiene cadenado? ¿Qué es lo que ya no puedes, ya no puedes aguantar tú solo? ¿Cuáles son los pecados que te tienen como esclavo al mundo? Tomorrow at Crosstalk, you'll see how Jesus already paid the price for you to kick that sin to the curb. The work has already been done. You have the opportunity to have that same spirit that Jesus had when he defeated death. All the things you're thinking about tonight that have a hold on you, you have the power to get rid of it. You have a power to put an end to it. Mañana vamos a ver como, como, como Jesús ya pagó el precio para que nosotros no, te, no tuviéramos que vivir con ese pecado y pudiéramos tener vida eterna. All right. Counselors, can you pass out this? Pastors, I mean, I'm counselors, can you pass down those papers, please? I'm sorry for that. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Alrighty. We'll need to turn the lights on, please. And I need everybody quiet. I need everybody quiet. I need everybody quiet. Counselors, help me out. Vamos a guardar silencio durante esta actividad, así que por favor, no hablen. Boys. That's enough. Those of you who aren't taking this serious, just be quiet because there's other people who want to hear this. Staff, si quieren participar, hay más copias acá en este lado. All right, so what we want you to do is write down the misdeeds that you've been thinking about when listening to this, the sins that are holding you down, the sins that you think you can't get rid of, the the problems that people say you have to face every day, the circumstances that people say you'll be stuck in for the rest of your life, I want you to write all of that weighing you down. All that weight on your shoulders, we want you to write it on that body. Lo que vamos a hacer ahorita es tomar el papel. Cada uno tiene un cuerpo blanco. Lo que van a hacer es escribir todos tus, todos tus cargas, todos tus pecados que tú sientes que te tienen como esclavos. Ahí puedes escribir todo lo que tú sientes que es una cadena en tu vida. We're going to keep quiet while we do that. If you don't want to participate, you don't have to, but you do have to be quiet. Vamos a guardar silencio durante esta actividad. Y si no quieren participar, está bien, pero sí tienen que respetar a los demás.
les quiero hacer una pregunta. Siguen escribiendo cuando, cuando, cuando Aaron y yo terminemos eso. We're going to ask a question. Keep, keep writing. I don't have to stop writing and stay quiet, please. Y es una pregunta que te hagas tú mismo. Meditando en lo que tienes en tu papel, pregúntate. ¿Estás disponible dejar los deseos de tu cuerpo para ser un nuevo ser mañana? Para ser la, la persona que tú sí quieres hacer, que tú deseas hacer, ser. While you're writing, ask yourself this. As you're writing down these sins, as you're writing down these problems you have, are you willing to let that you that you're putting down on your paper, are you willing to let that person die tonight so that a new you, a new and better you, a new you and God live tomorrow? Are you willing to do that? He did not create us to live alone. We were created to be with God. We were created to love God the same way he loves us. And me saying that doesn't even do it justice because God loves you more than you will ever know. Dios nos, no nos creó para luchar esta vida solos. Él nos creó necesitando más de Él. Él nos creó siendo parte de Él. Without saying a word, without saying a word, all you have to do is raise your hand. Who here has seen Winnie the Pooh? Without saying a word. All right. I'm asking you another question. Have you ever seen an episode of Winnie the Pooh where he doesn't have honey in his hand, where he's not eating honey? If you're raising your hand, that's not true. There's not one episode out there. There's not one episode out there where Winnie the Pooh does not eat honey. A Winnie the Pooh le encanta su miel. Winnie the Pooh is frustrated without his honey. He's grumpy without his honey. Every problem he has, he runs to his honey. Have you seen his belly? It's bigger than pastors back there. Winnie the it's Pooh? Winnie the Pooh se frustra sin su miel. Se cansa sin su miel. Cuando despierta, busca su miel. Los únicos problemas que Winnie the Pooh tiene es cuando no puede encontrar su miel. Winnie the Pooh was created to eat that honey. He needs that honey. He needs it. Any problem he has, he runs to that honey. That, run, that honey satisfies him. It puts him back in a good mood. It literally gives him life. He can't survive without eating. That honey... It's the most important thing to Winnie the Pooh. A Winnie, a Winnie the Pooh, a Winnie the Pooh lo crearon para comer esa, esa miel. A Winnie the Pooh, esa miel es lo que lo satisfecha. Esa miel es lo que le da alegría, lo que le da su paz. Cuando él está frustra, frustrado, busca su miel. Él no puede vivir un día sin su miel. Winnie the Pooh no es Winnie the Pooh sin su miel. The same way Winnie the Pooh was created to eat that honey, we're created 
to be with God. There's so many of us on this earth thinking we're alone, thinking we're meant to live alone, thinking we're meant to be over here, work our jobs, make our money, and that's it, and die at the end. But that's not your purpose. You were made to be with God, and God wants to be with you. You were made to love God, and whether you like it or not, God loves you more than you'll ever know. It doesn't matter if you hate God. It doesn't matter if you want nothing to do with Him. You can't do anything about it. God loves you more than anyone else will ever love you. And that's what you were created for. You were created for Him. En la misma manera que Winnie the Pooh fue creado para comer su miel, para amar su miel, es esa misma manera que Dios nos creó a nosotros para amarlo a Él, para necesitarlo a Él, para llamarlo a Él cada día de nuestras vidas. A veces nos encontramos perdidos preguntándonos a quién pertenezco. ¿Por qué no me siento suficiente llena? Pero Dios te creó para ser llenado de Él. Dios te creó para ser parte de Él. Dios creó a cada uno de nosotros sabiendo que te iba a amar a ti a lo máximo. That's right. So today we're going to have a funeral. If you decide to let that you on your paper die today, we're going to have a funeral. You've never, you've never been to a funeral and seen the corpse come out of the grave. Never, never, never. I don't care what you say. You've never seen a dead body come out of that grave. So what you got on that paper, you have the power to keep that paper in the fire. We're about to burn it. You have the power to keep that paper in the fire and never let it come back up. Today, you're free. Today you leave your chains here. You're gonna leave your chains at that fire. You're gonna leave your shackles at that fire. Today you're no longer a slave to sin. All that wrapped around you, keeping you closed, keeping you held down, it's done today. It's no more. All of you are about to step on that sin. All of you are about to have victory over those misdeeds. All of you are about to win tonight. Tonight, your new life begins. Hoy vamos a tener un funeral. Vamos a ver, si tú decides hoy, porque es tu decisión. Pero si tú decides hoy, vamos a dejar nuestras cargas, vamos a dejar nuestras cadenas, todo lo que nos tiene agotados, todo los, los, lo que ya no podemos aguantar, hoy lo vamos a soltar. La palabra de Dios nos dice que cuando nosotros le pedimos al Señor, perdón por nuestros pecados Él nunca más se va a recordar nunca más se va a volver a recordar lo que tú tienes cargando en tu corazón no debe de estar allí y tu Padre, tu Señor está esperando para que lo sueltes para que le pides perdón y Él está allí para borrar todo eso y llenarte otra vez con su amor